It is September 30th here in our studio in Provo, Utah. I'm T. I'm with B. Hey, how's it going? And we have some exciting news about a potential super fun episode coming up, and that's all we're going to say. Yeah. We have a great guest. Not just one of our buddies, but like a legit qualified guest. We love having all of our buddies on. But they're but, not like legit. Yeah, but they're, they don't um, perhaps have a, a radio show on ESPN. Well, I'll leave it at that. Well, let's put That'll it this way. That'll be our hint. Let's put it this way. Assuming, assuming the stars align, assuming we're able to do this, because we reached out to said person. I don't think it's far of far stretch to say that it's a he, that yeah. he agreed to be interviewed on this podcast. So, yeah, let's cop it up. Cop it up. Good stuff. So that's coming up hopefully sooner than later. But just that will keep you guys on your toes. And shout out, shout out our listeners in Belgium that have always just been there for us. That yeah, our day ones. Our day ones. And for new listeners, uh, we have an unreal amount of listeners from Brussels. Yeah, for what we are, which is general, which is like not as legit as maybe like any other podcast. But you know what? I am not going to complain. We are blessed uh, to even have uh, this guy reach back out to us. So let's. So hopefully. Uh, hopefully everything works out and we we're super excited um, yep. for this opportunity. So, but moving on uh, college football this week, weekend, I should say is going to be super fun. Um, lots of top 25 matchups. And actually before I even go into college football, I feel like we have to address some other things that have happened in the sports world. Uh-huh. Like within these past couple weeks that, um, that we should talk about, like Aaron Judge. I feel like oh, that, yeah. I feel like that's a pretty big sports thing to have happened. Um, <laughs> first, I have some takes. Sorry, we there's someone FaceTiming me, and it's just like, um, do they not of, understand the, the that, sacred nature of our podcast? I no, this person should because this person was our guest last episode. <laughs> oh, that's what Ty- Tyson's calling us, dude. I know, dude. Tyson should know better, but come on, Tyson. LOL. He says that he'll quote be here in fifteen. I guess we're just gonna have him on. Just he's just a regular guest. Yeah, we'll just have him on. That's fine. Oh, dude, that's so yeah. funny. Um, to our listeners as well, we also big news on the podcast. We got we got our our guest Tyson a date. Yeah. Tyson, Dude, shout out shout out us. Not only we're not only we're a podcast, but we also we're, we're matchmakers. We're matchmakers. So, um, anyways, Aaron Judge. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> baseball. Uh, that's a pretty big deal. It's 
Yeah. Kind of, but it's like he's not the real leader, but yet he is, or he, well, he's tied. So but there's Barry Bonds. What? Yeah. So let's talk about that and then we'll go in the college football. Sounds good. So I kind of learned some new things about. Okay. Either way, so impressive. Like, Agreed. I never thought that anyone would be able to hit 60 plus home runs in a season in this age of baseball. We have pitchers who are on new throwing programs. Um, throwing 100 plus miles per hour with insane movement, insane control. Um, pitchers are at an all time high, like they're amazing. That has changed drastically, and to be able to hit that way, hit that many time out. You're telling me that the pitchers back in Babe Ruth's day weren't as good as they are today, correct? Like, that's one of those things where, of course, things have naturally evolved, but like pitching has evolved a ton. Pitching is... I wouldn't even say within the past, like, 10 years. It has. There's been new technology. um, A lot of new ways of doing throwing programs that increase velocity specifically. Um, And then them being able to kind of, like, throw off-speed pitches as well with control. Um, But I think my take is... I think it's interesting how ESPN always slides in. Aaron Judge tying the home run single season record for the American League. They always wait and then say, for the American League. (laughs) Because Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, when they got caught with steroids, were they removed from the list? No. It literally still counts. The single season leading home run record is Barry Bonds. And even after getting caught for cheating, that didn't change. Well, officially. Well, I don't know why you're so surprised because the Astros literally, literally were caught cheating and yet nothing happened to their World Series title. So, like, yeah. So, cheating, cheating <laughs> but, obviously yeah. is frowned upon, yes. yet not excluded yeah. from history. I guess, I guess my point is that there's like this we're treating it as if it's the most sing- it, it would be if he hits 62 before the end of the season it will be the most by a non-steroid user but that's not official and like we're treating it i hate sounding like a guy who's saying that it doesn't mean as much as it does but it's like getting hyped up cuz he's a yankee and but it's like I'd still like to put in perspective, like, if he hits another one, he becomes, like, seventh all time. And home runs in the single season. That's just my thoughts on the matter, is that I think ESPN loves shoving down your throat, like, Yankees, 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 Yankees. Just, like, you want more Yankees. Well, again, again, so impressive. I don't know why you're surprised, because they do that with, the Lakers and LeBron. Yeah. ESPN will do that with the Yankees or the Dodgers. Probably yeah. more Yankees. You're right. The, they do that with the, the Knicks, too. It's like these teams that aren't all that relevant. I'll say yeah. the Yankees are relevant because they do lead the AL East. Yeah, they're, they're a great team. Uh, I guess, like, I hate sounding like I'm discrediting it. But, like, I think that, like, ESPN – 
has dis- is trying to deceive people into what this actually is. Because if you didn't know or look into it, wouldn't you think... He's the best player of all time. Yes, and that 62 has never been done, ever. Correct. Right? I, I, I would think... Right? I, I, I actually thought that... I thought that until a week ago, and then I checked it, and I said to myself, oh... It doesn't count because everyone above Roger Maris and Aaron Judge was a steroid user. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds. And then my dad told me, he goes, notice how they always add American League, like in a little like disclaimer after every single time they say home run, because he goes, those are still officially in the stats. They didn't remove them. And like, isn't which is he, fine. Isn't even there's like still controversy. Like, didn't Sammy Sosa and like Mark McGuire like they still have never like admitted to it, but yet they testified. Yeah, they, they like, definitely did. Yeah, I if mean, for being fair. Yeah. Um. But, but, but I mean, that's a big deal. Congrats, Aaron Judge. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I you just know, wanted to throw that out there. Fresno like, State guy. Yeah. Fresno State Bulldog. I, I still want. I still want the the people. Are Belgium listeners being swayed by ESPN thinking Aaron Judge has hit more home runs in a single season than anyone? anyone. Yeah. I just want that to be said that that's not true, but it's still so impressive. It should be celebrated and it should be a big deal. I guess I just want, I don't know. Are you getting what I'm saying? I sound, I I feel like I sound like a hate. No, no, I, um, I guess you, it's almost like you're trying to say, like, let's just imagine Wilt Chamberlain was on steroids when he yeah. scored 100 points. And it's like, almost like Devin Booker puts up like 70 or, you know, someone yeah. else puts Kobe or whatever. Yeah. They're putting up like an, a record amount of points in a basketball game, in an NBA game. And, and it's then like, like, wow, that's, that's the most ever. Yeah, exactly. It's that's like, like, no, it's not. Yeah. It literally isn't, which is. What they do always say the American League, but they throw that in there while you're not listening. Uh, very subtle. Yes. Very like it's obvious what they're trying to do. They're Which trying is... to go, hey, you know, Giants, Cubs, Cardinals, they don't matter because Yankees, 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 Yankees. That's all that matters. Yankees. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Anyways, that's why I'll get I'll hop off my soapbox now. Get off but... your soapbox. Stop preaching. Yeah. Let's talk college football. Let's do it. I love it. Um, so, but yeah, that was cool. I, I was going to mention the Donovan Mitchell trade as well, but, you know, we'll get into NBA oh. come October. Yeah, we can do that once the NBA starts. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Honestly, into that. Honestly, there's nothing. I but love the happened. NBA, but like. But this college football. Yes. During this time, there's nothing I care less about than the NBA. That's fair. But let's talk shop let's talk uh we won't get into the byu utah state game similar vibes to last week if we have said guest on the on the podcast we'll be talking a lot about that yeah for sure but byu won honestly that's all matters no one came out super injured that's all matters we got another game next week speaking of super injured is there one more thing that you should mention football game last night uh well we'll we'll, we'll send our speedy recovery condolences to tua yes uh but we'll go we'll get more into that once we recap okay nfl okay sounds Um, good yeah yeah but cool that yeah just like super sad super scary i just wanted to throw that i hope it's not as bad as it looks i think he's he's home now which is good yeah um 
but yeah yeah there's we, a lot more factored into that you know we we talk about the dolphins but and maybe if they're overhyped or whatever <laughs> it might be but yeah. that that was super scary so it was and for sure and he seems like a really nice guy not like yeah. a cry baby or complainer or annoying which we'd feel bad for him even if he was but i guess yeah it helps yeah you definitely are more empathetic yeah. but Should okay we recap the score well, let's Sorry, recap. you keep trying to talk, and I keep just shoving us in different directions. <laughs> but do you have do you have yeah. a, you have our overall score? Yeah, our overall so our overall score. So mine, we put this week in or this past week. Correct. So, cool. um, this past week I went three and two. Uh-huh. Uh With my picks, I had weight covering, I had JMU, not only covering but outright beating App State, which happened. Should we get a round of applause for JMU? Let's shot one more, one more. R-J-M-U. Dukes. They do that every game. Yeah. As they, they should, because they win every game. Yeah, except the game, the one game I went to, they lost. But right. they still did that. It's so all right. Sad. It was college game day that day, too. But anyway, uh, yeah, I had Tennessee covering. They won, but they didn't cover. Uh, Arkansas, I had them cover, but it was a push. Uh the spread tied, so that's not necessarily a win. I guess I didn't go three and two. Then I went three one and one. And then I have Washington covering Stanford, and that leaves me with fourteen total points. Mm-hmm. And then you went four and one, and then you had your extra pick, which was the Oregon covering Wazoo. Yeah, which almost happened. Which almost happened, but it didn't because of a bad beat. More or less. But Washington State was winning that game, if not within that spread the whole time. So I can only be but so mad. Yeah. Um, I You actually had no business being in that. No, with, I didn't. And then I was. Standpoint. And then I wasn't. Yeah. So, so uh, Iowa beat Rutgers comfortably. Oregon State. Covered. Oregon State covered. They lost by three, but covered. Covered. Um, the USC. Duke, Kansas, I had Duke covering. That didn't happen. That was my extra one. Um, Maryland covered against Michigan. And then how many was that? Did I name four? You, you did. I'm missing You listed one. five, including the Oregon one. Gotcha. You are, you are missing one, but you got it. That I do know. Yeah. yeah. Are you not writing these down? Do I do. And then I just, like, for some reason, like, delete them because I'm like, I remember now. And then we get on the pod and then I don't. Uh, so I'll work on that. Uh, oh no, I have it. I have it. I had Baylor plus did. two and a half against Iowa State and won that one. Yeah. That felt easy. Yeah, and honestly, and Baylor Baylor should have won more than what they did, in my opinion. But and they were they were underdogs. They were, which yeah, is plus two and a half. But you know, uh, <laughs> you, you know they won, and yeah, you they pick, won. So it's all yeah. matter. So, all right, let's. So let's you're up by two now. I'm up by three. No, three, two, two. Two. Okay. I'm up 14 as well. You you have. You've had a couple really good weeks. Cool. Um, but, again, dude, we would be making money off this, dude. We basically cool. win out every week. Yeah. Just don't tell our parents. We're pro-gambling podcast on the low. In, in a state. We are currently in a state where that's not legal. So. Oh, yeah. That's why we don't. That's why we don't. Because we yes. follow the law. Yes. We... 
There's no bookies in Virginia for us. No, no. Why would we ever do that? So, and if anyone wants to try to find him, his name's Tyler Dowdy. Tyler Dowdy. He currently lives at King's Farm neighborhood or River Downs neighborhood. Just go find him. Um, outside the that's Richmond, the feds. that's in the Richmond <laughs> metropolitan, Richmond, Virginia metropolitan area. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> but let's get let's get our picks going. Uh, uh, you get you went first last week. Yeah, I'll go first this week. Um, think I, I know what you're doing. you know what I'm doing? Yes, I do. All right, let's do it on the count yeah. of three. Like, one, like what you're doing? Like what game I'm doing. Cool. One, one two, two, three. three Wake Force. Oh, no, I was. That's my, I, That's what I thought you were going to do. That's my second one. Oh. Unless you pick that. Uh, but no, I'm going Wake Forest. Uh, they're mining. Uh, that was my favorite pick. Yeah, Wake Forest, Florida State, in Tallahassee. Florida State's favored by six and a half. I think Wake covers that game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Wake covers. I like Florida State. I think they're a good team. I think this is a competitive game. But I think I came out of that game last week just going, oh, my gosh, Wake Forest is really impressive. Florida State, again, good team. But them being favored by, like, a touchdown – especially after the way Wake played last week is kind of weird to me. Um, maybe Vegas knows something we don't, but you know, it's I a, would like Vake, I would like Wake in that position as well. That was my favorite pick. For yeah, you know, it's top 25 matchup. It'll be exciting. One or 3.30 Eastern kickoff on ABC. Yeah. Um, I just think Sam Hartman and company are job very good. Uh, Florida State. I mean, they have a pretty impressive win over LSU, and they beat Louisville in, like, a pretty intense game uh, a couple Fridays ago. But, I mean, other than that, they haven't really shown. I think they're right. I think they're in a good spot. I think they're rightfully placed at 23. (laughs) But but I just think Wake Forest is a better team, and I think Wake covers, if not outright, wins. Yeah. So – uh, I'm taking Wake. That's my first pick. Cool. I like that pick. I agree with you. Um, I'm going with what I thought you were going to pick first. I knew you were picking first this week. I thought you were going to pick that first, and then I was going to take Wake. But I will be taking – this is my second favorite pick. Uh, Clemson minus six and a half against NC State. Um, Clemson showed me a lot last week, specifically with how DJU played. Um, I think he has a similar game this week. College game day is in Clemson tomorrow. Mm. Um, this feels like one of those, it kind of feels like I'm getting like those, like last week too, like those Clemson versus like Lamar Jackson Louisville kind of vibes or like, I think it'll be a fun, good game. Um, and I think NC State is more competitive than we both think, but I have, uh, Clemson as, minus six and a half against NC State. And that's my first pick. I think Clemson I think Clemson wins by seven. I I sorry we, we were interrupted. Uh our, our our guest last week just barging through the door with what what happened? Let us know what happened, man. Someone Talk, walking down the street. Tell uh, us what happened. Thanks and Joe walking down coming from class and I look over the credit, sorry, I'm I'm kind of winded. I just sprint home, but I'm pretty stoked right now. Um, the Cougar Dental. Yeah, dude. It's like right there. 
So we, I was walking like, home. Like, hold on, sorry. It's like, this is like outside our apartment. Yeah. And you walk like one minute up the Literally street. one minute. Yeah. So I'm going right. And I look over to my right. And there's all these people playing cornhole and stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, look at that. And so I look closer. Sure enough, Jaron Hall, the man, the myth, the legend himself, is standing there. And so, of course, I got to go up to him and, you know, appreciate him for all his greatness and just how much of a study is. And then we got Thule and Wilger sitting there, too, just chatting it up. studs as well. Who are just amazing. Also NFL draft picks. Yeah. Um, just chatting it up. But, yeah, I got his autograph on his shirt. But, anyways, you guys should go hit that up, me, Jaron. Yeah, but we should bring the pod, dude. Should we just bring the pod right now, bro? <sighs> no, I don't want to do it to them, dude. Just like literally, no, just... Back. Let me go, tell Riley. go for it. <laughs> they will be, they will be guests on our podcast at some point. <laughs> today is not the day. We just bring our audio, and we're like, "Hey, man, we're we're live." <laughs> Anyways, we got a little distracted there. That that's a cool. I, I that, that's cool. That if... that's worth it. But I just wanted to reiterate, my first pick is, I think, Clemson wins by seven points against NC State. Just I, nearly edging out that six-and-a-half-point straight. I actually, you know what, maybe I should have taken this over Wake. But, you know what, we were thinking, great minds think alike. I just, I think they both hit. We both agreed on these two, and I knew that these would be our two favorites. And NC State at number 10 is ridiculous. Can I just yeah, say? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. So I think not only Clemson will win, you know, I think they win by 10. I'd probably go more that route than like a closer win. Yeah. But I want Clemson to literally blow NC State out of the water, put them in their place. NC State wins eight games this year. Hot take. Yeah, I think NC State's going to end up being better than what we've seen. But, and I think they show that tomorrow. I think they wake up for this game. They play a good game. But at Clemson... Like it's just not enough. And you saw the way Dabo Sweeney ran, dude. You can't from from the from the tunnel the yeah. start last game. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah. If our listeners have not seen that video, just look up Dabo Sweeney running out of the tunnel. It's the funniest thing you'll ever see. It's the worst. So okay, uh, yeah, I, I like that pick as well. Cool. Um, uh, let's go. Let's, let's go to another top twenty-five matchup. My Second pick, I love the Bears of Baylor. This game is going to be played in Waco. Uh, it will be a Big Ten – or, sorry, Big 12 title rematch, but I'm going to go Oklahoma State. Baylor's favored by two-and-a-half points. Uh, I just think Oklahoma State is more explosive offensively, and – I just don't know how Blake Shapin will respond to Spencer Sanders and company. Um, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma you State. have Oklahoma State? I have Oklahoma State winning. I Sorry, I love Baylor. And I want them to win. Uh, obviously, for BYU's sake, and uh-huh. just I just like Aranda better than Gundy and – I mean, not that I like don't like Oklahoma State, but just like personally, I like Baylor, right? But like, yeah, my gut tells me Oklahoma State. Um, Baylor's favored by two and a half. I think Oklahoma State at least wins. So, uh, I'm going the Cowboys over Baylor. 
Gotcha. I like that pick. I actually <laughs> would have gone Baylor in that scenario. I like Baylor in this one. I think Oklahoma State lost a lot on defense, including their defensive coordinator, Jim Knowles, who's with Ohio State. I think that matters, and I kind of think that um, Baylor has the kind of team that can stop Oklahoma State and win. But, um, you know, I I think that's where we disagree is that I actually don't think the defense matters because it's the Big 12. They're just going to score. It, it doesn't matter, like, what happens. It doesn't matter, like – it's just a Big Twelve matchup. Yeah, um, and I actually That's think fair. I think Oklahoma State. I think it's going to be a little more emotional for them having lost the Big Twelve, the Big 12 championship last year. I think mm-hmm. Oklahoma State comes out oh, firing, fair, and, fair, and win. Fair. So that's my pick. Uh, what's your second, Ben? My second pick is I have Ole Miss minus six and a half against Kentucky. I think Ole Miss wins by a touchdown. I don't think Kentucky is very great. I think we think they're great because they beat Florida, mm-hmm. who's not great. Um, I don't think they're a bad team by any means. But they're not seven. They're not seven. Yeah. Um, I like Ole Miss specifically because I like – I think they're starting to get things going with Lane, the Lane Kiffin-Jackson-Dart combo is going to start working. They've got a good team. Like, they've got – um, a great running game as well. They've got some good receivers. Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin, they're always going to have a good offense. I just like this team. I like that it's in Mississippi. It's in Oxford. Um, give me Ole Miss winning by a touchdown. What do you got to say about that, Tyson? I like that. I, I think Kentucky's, a, like Ben said, a little overrated. Um, I think Will Levis is a good quarterback, but not a great quarterback. Um, I just think they haven't really played a tough schedule. Um they got like not a really dominant win over Florida, which we see that Florida isn't a great team. Yeah, uh, as they struggle against USF, which yeah. is they're a really fine, bad college football but... team. Um, I think Kentucky's good, but I definitely don't think that they're what <laughs> everyone expects them to be. So yes, I'm going to take Ole Miss as well. Um, nice. I like that by a touchdown. I think they're definitely going to cover that spread. Um, but yeah, I like Ole Miss in that game. And I, I'll even take that step further. I think Ole Miss wins by twenty plus. Wow! Really? I wow. think I think it's. I won't go that far. Wow. I I think I think. Are they bringing their powder blues out? Because if so, then I'll go with you on that. One. They're wearing their <laughs> yeah. powder blues. They went that, by twenty plus. That, they have because I love BYU's uniforms and the royal blues are very similar to the powder blue, but I love red too. Yeah. Like admittingly, I love Utah, a rival. I love their red uniforms, and so Ole Miss is kind of the best of both worlds. You have these powder blues with a little sprinkle of red. They do have these camo, like, splash paint, like, Jackson Pollock-type helmets that they're, like, debuting this week. Oh, um, that's right. I did see that. And I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but apart from the uniforms, I just think uh, Kentucky's in way over their heads. And although I'm still – Jackson Dart still hasn't quite hit his stride yet. And I don't really think he does this game. I just think defense lights yeah. up Levis. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. So that's kind of my, again, we got to have some kind of hot pick. That's yeah. mine. Um, oh. but we'll move on. My third pick. I'm a beaver this weekend. Oh man. I'm a beaver this weekend in general. But if I take off my anti Utah glasses, I got to go Oregon State. Oh yeah. I got to go Oregon State covering. Utah, Utah's favored by 10 and a half. Oh. I just don't, 
Oregon, another overrated team, Utah. Which um, is Utah. Agreed. And not saying that bias as a BYU fan, honestly, I think they are overrated. They struggled against Florida. Well, they lost to Florida. Um, and, just, and, they, and they they haven't really played anyone yeah, else just, all that great in Southern Utah, San Diego State. But but it's not so much a knock on Utah as I think Oregon State's a good team. I think so. Uh, ben and I talked about this last episode in our recap, but Oregon State arguably should have beaten USC. And Oregon State, their <laughs> offense was horrendous. Yeah. Absolutely horrendous. I mean, you lose to USC by three, and yet your starting quarterback and Chance Nolan throws four interceptions and no touchdowns. Yeah. You know, so there's obviously some kind – at least the defense. I think defensively, um, Oregon State has something good going for them. Uh, you know, they only they only allow – you know, they're pretty balanced, you know, under 200 yards rushing per game. And then, excuse me, yeah, no, 150 yards rush allowed, rush yards allowed, and then about 200 for pass yards. So it's pretty balanced. Uh, Oregon State, I think, has proven that they're not a bad team. I think they're a team to be scared of. If I were, if I am a Ute this weekend, I'm scared. Um, and I'm going to say Oregon State outright wins. That's my, that's kind of, I've said quite a few takes that have been out there, quite a few opinions, but this is probably my biggest one that Oregon State wins in Salt Lake, in Rice Eccles. Go Beavers. Go Beavers. Go Beavs. I, I like that pick. Um, I honestly would still probably take Utah to win, but 10 and a half points is way too much. Yeah, that for me, the spread is too much. I would probably say. <laughs> Utah minus four. Yeah. You know, so if Utah wins by a field goal, Oregon State still covers. But yeah. ten and a half. Hey, hey, look, I'm taking it. Oregon yeah. State. Oregon State covers, but they also take the dub. That's my take. Ben, what's your number I like three? That. I think my number three is going to be Washington tonight minus two and a half against UCLA. Um because usually when you put these spreads together, UCLA is four and zero. But don't let that trick you; they're not they're not very good. They, um, yeah, they they, beat they barely. Beat, yeah, congrats! They beat Bowling Green, Alabama State, and probably you know who's worse than Bowling Green, Alabama State, and South Alabama, Colorado. Oh, geez, just <laughs> so weak schedule, just terrible. Got to be one of the terrible, weak terrible, terrible. Uh, Washington is at UCLA. No one goes to UCLA games. Yeah, it's not even like home field advantage isn't like a thing in Los no, Angeles. it's not. So two and a half feels too easy unless Washington falls asleep. But if Michael Penix keeps doing what he's been doing, I would imagine this is a double-digit win. For, 100%. I think it's going to be more than two scores. Yeah, I think, I think Washington Book should it. easily win this. I feel like this is kind of an easy one. Oh, yeah. So that's my third pick. I I would take that as well. Um, one quick shout out to Jaron Hall, uh, Max Tooley, and Peyton Wilger and Isaac Reck for coming out and just like like honestly though like that's just They're amazing, just just awesome, there. just like coming to support the fans and stuff. And just yeah. you got to appreciate that, you know. Not a lot of people having do a that. game last night. Yeah, exactly. Coming back literally the following morning, coming and meeting fans, just amazing. He just. Class act by Hall, 
um, and by Tooley and just the rest of those team teammates that were there. Just shout out to BYU football. Um, should we get a should we get just, a round? Just a round. They were just super friendly, holding the conversation. Um, just amazing guys. Super overall. awesome. Just, Cause, cause awesome. you could totally have guys go out there and it's like, they kind of have to. So they're kind of like dealing with it, but it seems like they, they're guys who genuinely enjoy oh, yeah. that stuff. So that's sure. cool. That's cool. Tyler, what's your fourth pick? Yeah, it's number four. four. Um, man, it gets kind of, it's kind of tough for me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. We're going to go SEC. We're going to go to Starksville, Mississippi. <laughs> Texas A&M travels to Mississippi State. And Mississippi State Mississippi State is favored in this game. Minus three and a half. I'm going A&M. Like, I don't think, again, for BYU's sake, I want A&M to lose so that we can move up in the rankings. Um but I just don't buy Will Rogers. I mean, his stats are amazing this season. He has 16 touchdowns, three interceptions, and almost 1,400 passing yards already. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that offense is very good. But I think a has a good defense. And Devon Achain, the running back that, you know, you said it last week, Ben. He's good. I think A&M actually, like, steps up. They figure something out. You know, I think they cover. You know, if they lose, they lose by three. But I think A&M wins this pretty handily. Mm -hmm. I think they win, like, 31-21, like a 10-point win. Uh, I think their offense clicks this game, whether it's, you know, Haynes Keene or Max Johnson, whoever's quarterback. I I think they'll be okay, but I think they get the win in Starksville because I don't I'm not buying what Mississippi State's selling. Gotcha. I think I personally would be going Mississippi State in this one, um, but I don't feel very strongly about it. Um, but yeah, good pick. Um, for my next pick, I will be going Arkansas plus seventeen. I'm not sure how much I fully believe this but I kind of just want it to happen. I think Arkansas is a big and physical team enough, um, along with Alabama not dominating when the one time they played a formidable opponent this year. So I kind of think Arkansas is able to lose by two touchdowns, especially at home in Arkansas. So I'm going with Arkansas plus 17. Yeah, and I think 38-24. Yeah, I think in Alabama hasn't necessarily proved their dominance maybe like Georgia has. Yes. Where like that Texas game, the Alabama Texas game where you know Quinn Ewers is in, arguably oh, Texas wins that game. Yeah. Uh, you can again, it's an argument. <laughs> but but even without him, they still pull off a good win. Uh but yeah, I think going to Fayetteville is a tough place to, to play. Um, I think Arkansas has very similar fan environment to Nebraska where people in Arkansas show up. I'm not quite sure what else goes on in Fayetteville, but you know football happens. So yeah. 
I think he'll show up and I uh yeah, I I want that I want that to happen too. Yeah. For uh I, I, BYU I'm willing State. I'm willing to admit that like it could be just like so dumb. Like Bama could win by fifty. But I I'm going with it either way. And, so you know that's that's not the hottest take from this episode. So I we'll do our last picks. We'll give a final analysis from Tyson and then We'll do our locks of the week for the NFL. Um, let's, you know what? Let's go small. We're going to go small. Um, yeah, I'm going to go basically off zero knowledge. Um, we're going to go some matching. The Mac Bowling Green travels to Akron. And Bowling Green is favored by nine and a half. Bowling Green wins this by ten. Um, they actually Bowling Green actually has a decent quarterback. His name is Matt McDonald. Um, and looking at the statistics for Akron, seems like their quarterback play is an issue. Uh, I don't think home field advantage is like that big of a deal in Akron, Ohio. I think Bowling Green, although they're one and three, they have played good teams. UCLA, Marshall, Mississippi State. Um, but, uh, they do have a pretty brutal loss, um, to Eastern Kentucky in seven overtimes. That, that is tough. But, but, remember how they said they played Marshall? They beat Marshall, who, by the way, beat Notre Dame in South Bend. So there's obvious potential there. Akron, you look at their schedule. They lost to Liberty. They only put up 12. Uh, they lost to Tennessee. They only put up six. They lost to Michigan State. They only put up zero. And their only win is against St. Francis PA. And they won that in overtime. So just from like an instinctive standpoint, Bowling Green wins this by 10 plus in Akron. Gotcha. That's my thing. I like it. I have no opinion. I cannot pretend to. This that was me pretending, by the way, to like. Okay. But again, that's just from if you look at the numbers, you look at the strength of schedule. I'm gonna be honest. You just went on that whole rant, and I just don't even know what teams you're talking about. <laughs> just irrelevant. I mean, you know what? Shout out, shout out, my uncle Andrew, my aunt Susie, that live in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Except, isn't Bowling Green technically in Ohio, like the university? I don't know. No one knows, really. No one knows. It's a mystery, Bowling Green. Nor do they care. Yeah. They definitely don't care. I definitely don't care, so we can move on. (laughs) Okay, Ben, what's your final pick? My final pick is um, I have Washington State uh, minus four against Cal. Washington State has made a believer in me of them. Yes. Especially because I don't, I don't. Cal was, you know, competitive with Notre Dame, which I don't think that really means much. <clears throat> um, but otherwise, they haven't done a ton. I mean, they got a decent win against Arizona, um, but I don't think Arizona's all that good. Um, they're like the worst Power Five team in football last year. They've got a little better, um, but this feels like, especially it's in Pullman. 
Uh, you're telling me Washington State just needs to win by like a touchdown. Uh, I think they do. Cam Ward's a fun quarterback to watch. He is. He is. And where did he come from? He come from Incarnate Word. Yes, I believe. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, those those are our picks of the week. Uh, Tyson, you have anything more to say before we move on to our NFL locks of the week? Um. Oh no, go Cougs. Go Cougs, man. Okay, that's that's the last last applause of doing this episode. So all right, uh let's move on to our locks of the week for NFL. Um You know, let's get Tyson in on this one. Let's yeah, do it. I'm down. He can go first because I already know what it is. So I'm just I already know what it is too. I was debating between that one and another one, but because I, I know his one. But because he's here, I'm giving it to him. Yeah, yep. let's give it to him. So, so we right. got Raiders Broncos um, <laughs> this Sunday at 2:25. Uh, big mountain, game. mountain just, time. Just, just a big game. Um, easy, easy lock for the Raiders. Um, What's the spread? I think the spread the spread's uh, two two point five in favor of us. So we are favored to win. I think we cover it by two or more touchdowns. I do. I think Derek Carr's got a chip on his shoulder. I think Devontae's got a chip on his shoulder. I think our offense just comes out full of blaze. And I think we just torch the Broncos' hyped-up defense. I think Russell comes in. I just think the Broncos' defense is just trash. Um, just book the Raiders all day. If you're if you're betting, Raiders, easy, easy. I, easy I think we bet. all agree. I agree, I, but just Derek I think Carr? it's a little bit of a hot take to win by two touchdowns, but I do think we win with authority. <laughs> I think it's it's at home, it's at Vegas, it's at the dark side. I think we go in and just play our hearts but out. And I think this game is where we turn our turn it around. You you haven't considered the most important factor, which is that Russell Wilson came out with that subway commercial. I literally uh, the, the dangerous sandwich about Russell Wilson. He can. He came out with, dude. How are the Raiders going to respond to that? Yeah, I think the Raiders. Dangerous. I think the Raiders will take that, bundle it up into a piece of trash, and just throw it away because it is it's so relevant to football. <laughs> I could care less about ads of Russell Wilson. He is so mid. Um, he has been very, very, very mid to say the least. Very um, mediocre for sure. I like that pick. Yeah, I think Raiders all day. Tyler, I'll let you go next. Yeah, uh, I'm going to steal your team, man. Lions, Seahawks, Detroit's favored by minus three and a half. I think Lions win by at least a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, easily. I, I Similar to uh, the Broncos, I don't think the Seahawks are good. Yep. Um, I think the Lions, they're, although they're both one and two, Lions two losses could have been wins. I think the Lions just have a better team. There's no Amon Ross St. Brown, but Swift. or DeAndre Swift. But I, I still think, don't think it matters either. I still think you have Jared Goff. You have Ben Johnson as your OC, who's solid. He's very good. Yeah, I I don't think it's going to be a battle of the coaches. Uh, I just think Detroit has a better team. Yep. And that's a very generous spread. I'm going Lions over Seahawks. Yeah, and something that I want to add on there is uh, DK Metcalf has been throwing low-key shade at uh, Lions cornerback Jeff Okuda. Um, watching tape, DK Metcalf uh, said there's a safety over the top of him, so he's not really locking people down, but he's a good corner. Um, that'll be very unfortunate, um, especially with the fact that um, 
They can't throw the ball. So when he get, does get the ball thrown to him, he's going to get locked down by Jeff Okuda. Uh, I have DK Metcalf on one of my fantasy teams, and I'm I'm not starting him because I think Okuda is going to shut him down. Okuda has been a lockdown corner um, through the first three weeks. So he covered Devontae Smith week one. No catches. Covered Terry McLaurin week two. Two catches, 22 yards. He covered Justin Jefferson last week. Three catches, 14. Yeah, to add on to that, um, whoever said that Jeff Okuda was a bust, you're so relevant. That's just such yeah. a bad take. He Jeff Okuda he's, he's is good. definitely good. He is and, good. He's and back. Even though he was injured, he's back, and yeah. he's better than ever, if not one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. Yes. And I'll finally piggyback on before, Ben, you actually get <laughs> your lock of the week. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for just hyping up the lines right yeah, now. Yeah, so. no. I... It's my same logic with fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're DK Metcalf. I don't care if you're Larry Fitzgerald. I don't care if you're LeBron as a wide receiver. <laughs> uh, what I'm trying to say, I, was, I don't care how good of a receiver you are because it depends on your quarterback, man. If you don't have a quarterback that can throw it to you, like I'm, I don't want you on my fantasy team. You know, like yeah, like I, I'm just Geno Smith is. I I just. I'm not on the Geno Smith train, and on top of what's already been said, uh, I'm not sure if the offense of the Seahawks will be able to even put up a lot of points against the Lions. No. Um, not that the Lions' defense is – It's average. Scary, yeah, but, yeah. you know, but you know what's below average? It's Geno Smith yeah. and the Seahawks' offense. So, yeah. I – I'm just all for the Lions this week, so I like it. That's that's my lock. I like it. I think my lock of the week. I'm I'm looking in different directions. Uh, there's a few that I like. Um, I think that I will be going with. Hmm, I'm gonna go with the Chargers minus five at five and a half against the Texans. So why did you just take my team and I just took your team? Uh, because we're very confident in each other's teams. Yeah, we are. I think that the Chargers played poorly last week, um, of course, but we know they're good. We know that they have the capability to be good. Um, you know what else we know? We know the Texans are bad. So we know the Chargers are pretty good, even though they played badly last week What with what might have been actually a good team in the Jags, maybe. Yeah. Um. So uh, you're telling me that the Chargers just have to win by like six points touchdown against the Texans? I'll I'll go with it. I'm going Chargers. With that being go said, was, Chargers, it was go. hard because I really wanted Cleveland minus one against the Falcons too. That felt easy, and also the Cowboys minus three against the Commanders. The Commanders could lose by a million. Another one is Steelers Jets. I think Steelers are favored by one and a half. I think it is now like three and a half. Three and a half. They're going with Pickett. Zach Wilson's coming back. Oh, are Dude. they going with Pickett? Don't They're get going me with started. Pickett, man. I'm excited for our BYU boy Zach Wilson to finally debut this season. That'll be a fun matchup. Pickett yeah. versus Zach Wilson. So I'm excited to see that what happens. But other than that, listen to Journal Conference. Yeah, imagine. Also, imagine somebody telling you three years ago you're gonna be watching an NFL game 
where the quarterbacks are going to be Zach Wilson and Kenny Pickett. Starting. Yeah. Not like and, – and not like preseason, not, not no. end of the season, like week those four. Are the starter for, starting quarterback. Yeah. It's just funny because those two guys had astronomic rises in their last seasons of college football. And before that, you would have just been like, really? What? But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, again, listen Journal Conference. Look it up online. Uh, where to watch it and uh, stay safe. Have a great football weekend. Thanks, thanks, Tyson, for coming on. Of course, thanks and sharing you. sharing us your glorious experience with Jaron Hall and company. And yeah, uh, yeah we'll see you guys later.